Welcome to Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius, your source for horror, sci-fi, suspense, and all things violent. Thank you so much for joining me today on Vicious Whispers with Mark Tullius. At the end of the episode, I will read the first chapter from Try Not to Die in the Wild West, which releases on Tuesday. Please pre-order that or pick it up on Tuesday. It is only 99 cents. It will be 99 cents for the first three weeks. That's worldwide on Amazon. I want to try to get as many people as possible reading this. Try to get it up in all these different categories. It's our first Western co-author this with John Palisano. He came up with the story idea. It's pretty awesome. He let me come in, make a lot of fun little death scenes. I believe there are 30. I want to thank one of the early readers. Nicole, thank you so much for catching the mistakes with the links. I had two, it caused a major issue. I had two links going the wrong way to the wrong scenes and it just messed up everything. So thank you for catching that. Also, thanks to Alvin for checking out the book, helping me catch a couple of broken links. But these things, it sucks because there are so many links from the death scenes to the main story and all that. And I'm the one doing it, so there's a good chance it's going to be messed up. But now, thanks to them, I think it's all fixed, ready for everyone on Tuesday to enjoy. I'm really excited to see how people like this story. To celebrate the launch, and to increase my BookBub followers, and my Amazon followers, and newsletter subscribers, and what's the other thing? I'm sure there's something else I'd benefit by. But by following me, Anyone in the world has a chance to win all five of the Try Not to Dice. And those will be signed copies, at least by me. I don't know if my co-authors will be signing them. They may be like, oh, fuck you guys. I ain't signing shit. But I will. I'm just that cool. So that's prize number one. That's the grand prize. The second prize is also pretty cool. Worth almost as much. Well, I don't know. Since they're signed, probably way more valuable, right? But it's a six-month subscription to Scribed. So I guess you get all kinds of cool stuff on there. I haven't checked them out before, but it looked like a really cool gift. So, And I only want people doing these contests that are interested in reading. I want to find readers that will like the Try Not to Die series or something else that I'm writing. That is the goal. So enter the contest if you would like to do that. And we are also doing, I think, seven paperbacks, signed paperback copies for third place through ninth place and also some Kindle copies. But really, those Kindle copies, come on, 99 cents. Just buy it. You could do it. And if you read it, please leave a review. Unless you hate it, then you could just forget about it and don't even say shit. But I'm thinking that you guys should enjoy it. All right. What else happened today? Yeah, I'm filming this way later than I want to. I wanted to film this early, but something cool happened. My friend Brian sent me the logo for Death Fest. Now, this is the logo for a tattoo that takes place in the book. I want it at the end of the book. I want an illustration. So I asked him to design that for me. And then lately, I've been thinking, I was like, well, why don't I get it tattooed? And so I've been thinking about it, thinking about it pretty solid in my mind. I got the design, I think, two days ago. I asked my friend Ashley Evan Smith, the fighter, she's heavily tattooed, asked her if she could have it, recommend someone to me because the guy who did my back, he's now in New York not available so she sent out messages right away i really like this one guy's work elvis who was in fullerton luckily he was able to work me in this morning so i already did that so that's what i spent today doing wasn't sure about this on my forearm it is a gunshot exit wound and then i have death vest but you don't need to see that now i don't want to talk too much about the tattoo it was painful forgot about that but i got a lot of shit done 
So I kind of want to talk about that. Next week, I'll talk about the tattoo, maybe a little bit more in Death Fest. But I don't want this week to be about Death Fest. This week should be about Wild West. I'm always jumping ahead and going on to the next thing, not enjoying the release of something. So I'm trying to slow the fuck down. It's not always easy. Yesterday was awesome. I got to go check out 10th Planet Whittier with my wife. Mike Wilson was down there. He was showing us what needs to be done. But going over, it's just an incredible facility. It's going to be awesome to be training there. I made the decision. I was like, okay, even if I'm injured a lot, this is going to be cool. I definitely want it for my kids. I'm going to try the judo. I'm going to try I'm going to try everything. I was like, why not? I was like, he has some incredible instructors, so that'll be dope. So very cool that that is on the horizon. But part of me is like, man, it was hard to go do that, spend time there. Even though it was exciting, I wasn't working. And then I went to lunch with my wife, which we never do. I'd invited her to lunch. But at the same time, I was like, invite her to lunch. But also want to get back to write, but tell myself, well, fuck, you don't need to write. You don't need to worry about it. You'll do it later. And just having this little back and forth. So always, I realize I just, I'm always trying to go, always trying to be productive, always trying to do something. Like when I was getting tattooed today. This is what I got done while getting tattooed. And it's good. I did this. Well, you can't see it because of the green screen. But it's a whole lot of pages. I went, these are, let's see, four, I went over four different death scenes from Ghostland. There were only 10 left. So yeah, so this is about four to five of them. I got a lot of notes on them. I was able to see them. I was able to figure it out. That was a challenge. It's always a challenge trying to think while getting tattooed. But I like it because it's a distraction. So that's what I was doing today. Just trying to focus, trying to focus, trying to focus, trying not to think about this happening. But, you know... So on the one hand, it's great. I got stuff done. I was productive. Something, oh, I left the mess on my desk because I, something I said to my son the other day, I was trying to find, I figured which book I was, but one of the books that's coming up, I was trying to find it. And I was like, I have so many books on my desk. And like, I was upset about it. I was like, wait, hold on. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's a very cool problem. Who would have ever thought that I would have like six or seven books on my desk? <laughs> ones that are currently being developed, ones that are just about to come out. So that's super exciting. Another awesome thing that happened this week. I did take time off of the creative stuff to have more conversations with some consultants about expanding into Germany. So that is pretty cool. I like my approach. I'm going to start advertising more of my English stuff to the German audience. I think it should do very well. And I want to set up like my focus for this fair in October is definitely going to be the try not to die series because with death fest, well, wild west coming out a couple days on Tuesday. That's cool. The paperback's not going to be that far behind it. I will let you guys know when the paperback comes out. I just submitted it. Really love what my buddy did with the back cover, What my buddy Jay Campbell did with the front cover is awesome. Love it. And then what June did with the back is pretty cool too. So excited about getting that, seeing that, hopefully getting it before the LA Times Festival of Books. I am not going to attend, but I want to give John copies so he can help spread this wonderful family fun-filled adventure. Maybe not wonderful and fun-filled. There might be some fun. If you enjoy dying, it's pretty fun. So what else? What else? Sign up for the contest. Put the contest in the link below. Make sure you do that. If you would, pre-order the book. That would be awesome. 
tell your friends, share the contest. There's the buy roll share. So you get more entries when you do that. That would also be helpful because who knows, maybe that is another person that would love the Try Not to Die series. But you know what? I think that's it. I got to keep this short. I'm tired. The tattoo took a lot out of me. That was four, probably about a solid four hours of actual tattoo time. We're talking about possibly redoing my back. I had him check out my back to see what it would take to make it really pop, make it look really good. Probably two days worth of work. I'm not sure if I'm ready for that. So we'll see. I'll like maybe when I get hurt, I was like, so I'm gonna start training in a week. As soon as this thing heals, I think it's about a week. And then I'm sure I'll have an injury and that's when I can touch on my back. All right. So I promised I was going to read you guys a story. It's been a while. I am not going to try to do any kind of voice for this story. And I haven't prepared or read it. So bear with me. Pretend I am from the Wild West. All right, guys, here we go. Try Not to Die in the Wild West by Mark Tullius and John Palisano. Hope you guys dig it. This is the very first chapter. My back's resting against the west wall of our house. The only side was shade. It's nearly tin and already hotter than a blister bug in a pepper patch. These four walls of wood are the only thing separating me and Pa from all this emptiness. Desert as far as the eye can see. A flimsy cloud, thin as my bedsheet, creeping across the brightest blue sky, barely casting a shadow. Our house outside of Placerita Town might not be much, but to protect us from the blazing California sun, while keeping out all the critters, except for these dang red ants. Inside or out, they're always a problem, chomping on you if they're given half a second. It's my fault for sitting in one place, but I'm saving my strength. The little guy on my boot is headed for my leg. I flick gently enough to send him to the sand, but not enough to teach him a lesson. He's determined and heads back for me. I meet him halfway with the heel of my boot, feeling a little sorry for sending him to his maker. Bang! 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 It doesn't matter I knew those bangs were coming. I still jumped at the first one. Pause finishing up in the blacksmith shop. The last piece for the trip. Bang, bang, bang. The blows are loud, but the echoes die down quickly. I get up, brush off my jeans, slip on my light duster coat, and strap on my canteen. I wait for the next set of bangs to come and go before I open the shop door. My ears are used to the noise, but the smells always hit me hard. The earthiness of hot metal and fire fill in the shop. Pa's inspecting the red-hot stirrup, setting it down onto the forge, his massive hand raising the hammer. He slams it down and sparks bloom like a cloud of raining fire. He looks like a god to me, like someone forging the great cities of ancient Greece or Rome. I can only hope one day he'll come to look at me with some sense of pride. The first few seconds in the shop are suffocating, the sweat streaming down my face. Pa takes off his hat and wipes his forehead with the back of his hand, smearing the black smudge. Nice timing, Rocky, he says, his voice a deep rumble. I nod, but keep my lips shut because Pa's still talking. Make sure you carry enough water with you to get to town. He slips his hat back on, puts down the hammer, and then raises the pinchers. This load is going to be a clip heavier than the usual, boy. The leather saddlebag beside the forge is stuffed with horseshoes and stirrups. I nudge it with my foot. Maybe if we do well, I can put some away toward a four-legger to help out. Tack of the town has got a couple on the cheap. What we'll to see. Pa uses the pinchers to lower the stirrup into a cauldron of water. He disappears in the steam for a second and re-emerges, his face glistening. It's been a real light year. 
Not that I like the idea of you having to carry so much by hand. My grunt surprises me when I pick up the bag. I play it off with a laugh. My back's already mad at me. Pop puts a stirrup on the drying rack. Take the wheelbarrow. I don't want to risk it getting broken or taken. I trust you. It ain't me I don't trust. It's all the people in town. Someone's apt to steal it. Plus, it ain't going to be no fun pushing it over the hill. Pa uses the pinchers to pick up the last stirrup. More reason for you to hustle as much of the haul as you can, less to carry home. Even though it's never happened, I say, I aim to carry only coins back. Pa nods and laughs with approval. That's the spirit. None of those banknotes. Pa gestures for me to open the left satchel and sets in the stirrup. They ain't never no good when we go to cash them in. Don't have to tell me twice about them notes. I close the clasp on the bag and say, biggest scam going. Pa grins. Right you are. The bag's heavy as a hay bale and I have to use both hands to raise it. Here's to this being empty. More important, be smart and be safe. Always. The fresh air cools my sweat and gives me a bit of energy. Make me think the bag's not so heavy after all. I set it down and double check my pockets. Comforted by the folding knife and the handful of nuts. More out of superstition than reason, I slide a horseshoe from the bag and stick it in my duster's long pocket. A piece of paw keeping me safe. The sun's just getting warmed up. By the time I get to town, it'll be dead hot. I take a deep breath and still my mind. Adjust my hat so the sun's off my face. One day I aim to be able to have a horse of my own when we can afford it and justify the expense. Maybe if they ever bring that rail station to Placerita town like they've been promising, the town will grow and there'll be more work than we'll be able to handle. With the saddlebag strapped over my right shoulder, I close the fence door behind me and cross out into the unmade lands ahead. The clear blue sky is interrupted by a trio of hawks circling brush down below. One dives, impossibly fast, silent, comes up with something long and rope-like. Snake. Jeez Louise. I feel sorry for the snake. Can't help but wonder if it knows it's done for or just going on one hell of a ride. The hawk dives back down to the desert floor to have his lunch. The same direction as the path I'm taking. The path is well-worn but not paved or official. The cacti and succulents surround me like a maze. It's been a month since my last journey, and the plant life seems to have grown five times since then. The bright oranges and reds of their stubby flowers contrast with the muted greens of their stems and the dull hue of the sand. I can't smell the plants, though. Everything overpowered by the sand heating up from the sun, a mix of earth, rock, and minerals. Sixty paces or so on the other side of the path, there's a hawk tearing apart the snake's head with its talons. It sizes me up for a split second and goes back to work. I've always been a bit squeamish at the sight of blood, even a snake's, but I can't take my eyes off it, the beak ripping and tearing flesh. A few steps down the path and I lose sight of the hawk behind the bushes, but I keep on moving, whistling to calm my nerves. I cut the second note short and freeze, terrified by what I think I just heard. Rattle. Oh crap, I don't know where it's at. Rattlers are best at blending in, Never wanted to be seen, but I'm pretty sure it came from the large bush behind me. Keep calm, I hear Pa tell me. Every year when it gets hot, we find rattlesnakes on our property. That's why we search for them using sticks to open doors and poke the hay before hauling it. But out here is a different game. Instead of the rattlers coming out onto our territory, I'm intruding on theirs. I ease away from the bushes and continue the path. There's another rattle. I jump back, only two feet between me and the coil rattlesnake I nearly stepped on and he's ready to strike. All right, so what do you do? Do you stay calm and back away, or do you crush the snake with the bag? Pick, quickly, pick. What is it? What, 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 what? 
crush the snake with the bag? Let's try it. That's what I would do. No, let's stay calm and back away. That's probably the smart thing. I'm staring down the rattler, tracking his beady eyes, hearing Pa's warning to keep calm and give the snake some space because they don't want nothing to do with us. But that doesn't seem true because as I inch backward, this guy is still buzzing, rattling his tail, staring right at me. This ain't working. I gotta run. I spin around and spring forward, but sharp fangs pierce my jeans and sink deep into my calf. Burning fire races toward my knee. Poison? Am I supposed to stop running and make it slow down or keep running to stave it off? My mind's foggy. How could the venom make it up to my head so fast? I'm not so sure. Not sure much of anything anymore. No, no, no. I've got to stop. My heart will pump the venom all around. I drop the bag and check my leg. See, the snake has already disappeared. My run slows to a walk and I stop. More out of breath than I've ever been. My heart flipping inside my chest. I check my leg where the snake struck are just two purple puncture marks. It ain't easy to get moving, but I've got to get to paw. The shooting fire sensation travels up past my hip and into my lower belly. My body slows, even though I'm trying not to. If I can just make it to home, Pa can patch me up. He'll know what to do. A few more steps and I spot the ranch, but it's so far. Everything doubles, my vision all twisted. Go slow, go easy. It's the only way. Each step is a numbing pain, my entire right leg becoming useless. I've got to stay strong and steady, but that ain't happening. It's probably too far for Pa to even see, but if he's outside, I still got to wave. My arm stops halfway like my muscles are made of lead. I've got nothing left. Can't walk no more. I can't stand. My insides are on fire. My double vision redoubles again to a colorful blur. Shoot, I can't go. Not like this. Pa will come. He'll, he'll find me. He'll bring me back and save me. Patch me up. He's got to. The horizon tilts and spins. The pain keeps on climbing. Liquid fire burning my brain. Hope the buzzards take care of me so Pa doesn't see me rotting. Just the bag and bones I left behind. All right, good job, guys. We picked the wrong one, but it's all good. You can read the rest of the story. You pick it up, pre-order it now, and read it on Tuesday. So hopefully you guys will dig it, especially if you haven't read the Kindle Bella version. It's the same main story that was on there, but this one includes all the deaths. So hopefully you guys will dig it. And like I said, it is only 99 cents. So what a deal. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm tired. I want to stop talking. And next week, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about Death Fest and probably some more Wild West. We'll see. Not sure. All right, guys, have a good one, and I will talk to you later. Peace. Mm -hmm.